In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So it was my first New Year's in Southfield as a priest, and I wasn't sure if I was hearing fireworks last night or gunshots, you know, but we're safe, so thank God. And it's a, it's a great New Year. It's a great time to be together, especially in this church, and to just be praising God, right? The best way to really start this year is with God. He's our everything. You know, He is so much more than, than just a, anyone out there. He's God. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He's everything we need in this life. And so we just really praise Him that we can come into this church and really start this year off uh, with Him. In this reading of the Kings, I think what's so beautiful is how the kings give Jesus gifts. And they give him the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I think what the Lord has been putting on my heart is specifically the gift of myrrh. And why that was given to Jesus. So myrrh, that gift, was a foreshadowing of Jesus' death. Because myrrh was used when someone was passing away, when someone died, they would take myrrh and they would use it to embalm the body to preserve it, right? Just like how we do today. When, when someone passes away and we have a visitation or we visit them in the casket, there are things that are used to preserve the body to make them look normal, right? In the same way, this myrrh in the time of Jesus was used when someone passed away. And it was also used as a medication for pain, if you read the Gospel of Mark towards the end of the Gospel when Jesus is on the cross, we hear in the Gospel that when Jesus says, I thirst, the soldiers take wine and they mix it with myrrh and they try to give it to Jesus as a narcotic, as a painkiller, which is so interesting. And so when the kings are giving Jesus this gift, think about what's going in the mind of Joseph and Mary. They know what myrrh is. They know what this is being used for. And so they know that this gift is really something that's used for death, something that's used for pain. Think about having a child or going to visit a child who's been newly born. And think about the gifts that we give to newborns. It's like you or me going to see a child and we're giving them a certificate to the funeral home, right? A gift certificate. Here is your gift certificate. This is your gift. It would be almost offensive, right, to the parents and even to that child. But I think what the Lord wants us to know today, all of us here in this church, is what is the point of that myrrh? Right? The Lord wants us to understand a very important point, and that's in our journey with Christ, suffering is essential. In our journey towards Christ, hardships and struggles must take place. They have to. And sometimes we end up in this kind of temptation and this mindset that, why do I have to suffer? Why do bad things have to happen to me? I go to church, I pray, I, I speak to the Lord, I'm a good person, and, and why do I have to go through hard times? That's not the way we should be acting. That's not the way we should be responding to the Lord. The kings give Jesus the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It doesn't say, the gospel doesn't say that they give Jesus the gifts of gold and frankincense and then later on they bring the myrrh out. The Lord is trying to point a very important thing to us that suffering is a gift. 
That going through hard times, that struggling, is a gift. And it's very, very easy to forget that, my brothers and sisters. Very easy to forget that. Especially as we come into this new year, right? I mean, just think about the past year. What happened and what took place. And all the things that we had to endure. All the things that we had to go through. And maybe some of those things that you are struggling with even right now, until today. This new year, new me, right? Alasas, big alasas. <laughs> yes, it's a new year, but God is God. Jesus is with us, and He wants to love us, and He wants to be with us. And I think that when we're going through hard times, it's very easy to forget that point that God is with us, that Jesus is with us in the struggle, that Jesus is there. It's very easy to forget that. So I just want us for a second, just to close our eyes, and I want us to think about a difficult time over the past year. Maybe it was something that took place, maybe it's something that's happening right now. Think about that. Think about that difficulty, that struggle, that suffering, that cross that the Lord has presented you with. And I want you to imagine what that is. Maybe it's a person, maybe it's your marriage, Maybe it's one of your children. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's a sickness or a disease or someone that's suffering in your own family. And think about that. The devil wants you to believe that you're alone in that. That God is not there. That God has abandoned you. That God has left you. That God is punishing you. But I want you to try to hear the voice of the Father, the voice of Jesus, saying to you that you are not alone. I have not abandoned you, and I will never abandon you. I love you. I'm with you. Open your eyes. I was at a conference this week, a Catholic conference in Grand Rapids, and it was really beautiful. Our sisters were there. It was awesome to be together, all together. Some of us Chaldeans were there as well. And there was a talk that really set my heart on fire on this conference. And the talk was, in the middle of the talk, there was kind of a demonstration that this speaker did, which I think was, was really beautiful, and it honestly set my heart on fire. So I'm going to demonstrate what happened at that talk right here at this altar. So it's going to be a little different type of homily, but hopefully no one calls the bishop, okay? So in this demonstration, what this speaker did is he was speaking about what happens, right, in our relationship with God when we feel so close to God at times and we feel like he's there, he's with us. But then sometimes in our relationship with God, it can feel like God is kind of pulling away, right? It can feel like God is not there. It can feel like God is not listening. So I need a volunteer, and since my dad is sitting in the front row today, <laughs> this is my dad, everybody. Give him a round of applause. I'm going to act like I'm God, and you're going to act like you're Steve Matisha, okay? Just play yourself on this demonstration, okay? 
So when we begin, and we, we have these great moments with God, right, in our relationship with, with God, we come before the Lord and, and we feel so close to Him. We feel like, like God is with us, God is listening, God is there with us, and, and we come to adoration, we come to Mass, and, and the Lord is just speaking to us, right? The Lord is just giving us so much grace and giving us so much knowledge and, and really pouring Himself out to us. My brothers and sisters, eventually, our relationship with God has to be stretched, right? God doesn't leave us, give me your hand, you're going to stand still, just stand still, and I'm going to pull you, but I want you to stand still, okay? Don't pull me, I'm going to pull you, stand still. <laughs> stand still. <laughs> so, sometimes God pulls back. He doesn't leave us, but He pulls back. He pulls back. And sometimes that's what our relationship with God is like. Where he starts to pull back. Now, why does he do this? If you know anything about medical, about science, about exercise, when you stretch, when someone is, when you are pulling your muscles, it gives you greater strength, right? How do we build our core when we stretch, when we exercise? When God pulls, what he's doing is he's stretching us. He's stretching our hearts. Look at this right now. I am God. This is Steve Atisha, right? I am God. This is Steve. Has God left Steve? No. God has not left him. God is with him. God is still here. And it's very easy in this moment to feel like God has abandoned us. Like God has left us. Think about your struggles. Think about your problems. Think about your crosses and your sufferings. It's easy in our sufferings to think that in this moment, God has abandoned us. God has left. But the truth is, He has not. And eventually, God brings us back to Himself and gives us that love that we need. He gives us what we are in need of. And we cannot forget that. Okay? I love you. <laughs> He's going to kill me later, but it's okay. <laughs> we can't forget that beautiful truth, my brothers and sisters. That suffering, that struggles, that hardships are a gift from God. Because when we struggle and when we carry that cross, when we suffer, God is stretching us. God is taking our hearts and He's expanding our hearts so that we can receive more. Think about this. When you are suffering, when you are struggling, it's because God is preparing you for something great. When we are struggling, God is preparing us for something great. He's preparing us for some big grace, for some big gift that we can receive. And in order for us to receive that, He has to stretch us. And the cross and the struggle is real because it stretches us. Don't be afraid to suffer. Don't be afraid of the cross. This is the truth that Jesus wants us to know today. And so, especially as we go through this year, sometimes we have this mentality, no problems this year. I don't want any problems. I don't want mashakit. I don't want nothing going wrong this year. And then immediately as something goes wrong, what happens? 
we get angry with God. Come on, Lord, it's 2023, nothing was supposed to happen this year, and now everything's going wrong. That is the worst mentality to have. The mentality we should have is, God, when you present me with the cross, I will carry it with you. I will walk with you. Because I know that you are giving this to me to give me something greater, which is your love. And so be not afraid, my brothers and sisters. Let's close our eyes again. I just want you to imagine Jesus standing in front of you. Imagine Jesus Christ just standing in front of you. And he pulls you closer to himself. Now he's holding you and he's embracing you. Just let the Lord hold you. And just listen to Jesus say, I love you. Be not afraid. I am with you. I love you. Be not afraid.